The War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells Book 2 The Earth Under the Martians Chapter 7 The Man on Putney Hill I spent the night in the inn that stands on top of Putney Hill, sleeping in a made bed for the first time since my flight to Leatherhead. I will not tell the needle's trouble. Needle's trouble had breaking into that house. Afterwards, I found the front door was on the latch. Nor how I ransacked every room for food, till just on the verge of despair, in what seemed to me to be a servant's bedroom, I found a wrapped gnawed crust and two tins of pineapple. Place had already searched and emptied. The bar I afterwards found some biscuits and sandwiches had been overlooked. The latter I couldn't eat. They were too rotten. The former not only stayed my hunger, but filled my pockets. I lit no lamps, fearing some Martian might come beating that part of London for food in the night. Before I went to bed, I had an interval of restlessness and prowl from window to window, peering out at first. And some sign of these monsters, I slept little. As I lay in bed, I found myself thinking consecutively. The thing I do not remember to have done since my last argument with Corette. During all the intervening time, my mental condition had been a hurrying succession of vague emotional states or a sort of stupid receptivity. But at night, my brain being false, I suppose, my food I had eaten go clear again, and I fought. Three things struggle for possession of my mind, the killing of the curret, the barrets, the Martians, and the final fate of my wife. Former gave me no sensation of horror, remorse to recall. I saw it simply as a thing done, a memory infinitely disagreeable, but quite without the quality of remorse. I saw myself then as I saw see myself now, Driven step by step towards the hasty blow, creeps the sequence of accidents, leading reverently to that. I felt no accommodation, yet a memory static and progressive haunted me. In silence of the night, the sense of nearness of guard that sometimes comes in the stillness of the darkness. Of the darkness. I stood my child, my only child, for that moment of wrath and fear, a trace of a step, of our conversation for the moment I had found him crouching beside me, heedless of my thirst, put into the fire and smoke, steamed up from the ruins of Wakebridge. He had been incapable of cooperation, grim chance, had, been, had taken no heed of that. Had I foreseen, I should have left him in Hereford, but I did not foresee, and crime is not, is to foresee and do. Set this down, it is down as I have set all this story down as it was. There are no witnesses. All these things I might have concealed. I I set him down. A reader must form his judgment as he will. With it then, but by an effort, I set aside that picture of the prostrate body. I faced the problem of the Martians and the fate of my wife. The former had no data. I could imagine a hundred things and so unhappily could be could for the latter. My sailing that night came, became terrible. I found myself sitting in the, up in bed, staring in the dark. I found myself, found myself praying that heat ray may have suddenly and painlessly struck her out of being. Since that night of my return from Leatherhead, I had not prayed. I had uttered prayers, fiendish, fetish prayers. I had prayed as heathens muttered charms for his extremity. 
But now I've played indeed, pleading stephanie and sanely face to face of darkness of God. Strange night, strangers in this, in, in this, that so soon as dawn had come, I who talked with God crept out of the house like a rat leaving its hiding place, creature scarcely larger than a fairer animal, thing that for any passing whim our masters might be hunted and killed, perhaps. They also prayed confidently to God. Surely, if we had learned nothing else, this war that taught us pity, pity for those witless souls that suffer our domination. The morning was bright and fine, the eastern sky glowed pink, as fretted with little golden crowds. And the road that runs from the top of Putney Hill to Wimbledon is a number of poor vestiges, a panic torrent that must have poured Londonward on a Sunday, Sunday night after the fighting began. There was a little two-wheeled cart inscribed, named Thomas Loeb, Greencoaster, New Maldon, with a smashed wheel and an abandoned tin trunk. There was a straw hat tom- trampled into the near hardened mud. At top of West Hill, a lot, lot of blood-stained glass by the overturned water trough. My movements were languid. My plans of Vegas. I had an idea of going to Leatherhead, though I knew that there I had a poorest chance of finding my wife, certainly, unless death had overtaken them suddenly. My cousins and she would have fled vice. But it seemed to me I might learn, find or learn there whether the sorry people had fled. I knew I wanted to, fi- to find my wife. My heart ached for her. The man, well, a man, but I had no clear idea how the finding well, might be done. I was also sharply aware how my intense loneliness, but now my intense loneliness, the corner I went under cover of thicket of trees and bushes to the edge of Wimbledon Common, stretching far and wide. The dark expanses are lot lit in patches by yellow gauze and broom. There's no red weed to be seen. As I proud, hesitating, the verge of the open, the sun rose, flooding it all with light and vitality. I came upon a busy swarm of little frogs, packed swampy place among the trees. I stopped to look at them, drawing a lesson on their stout resolve to live. I presently turning suddenly, with odd feeling of being watched, I beheld something crouching amid a clump of bushes. I stood regardless, I made a step towards it. It rose up and became a man, armed with a cutlass, approached him slowly, stood silent and motionless, regarding me. I draw nearer, I perceived his dressed in clothes as dusty and filthy. My own, he looked indeed as though being dragged through a covert. Nearer, I distinguished the green slime of ditches mixing with a drab, pale drab bear, pale drab, old dry clay and shiny curly patches of black hair fell upon his eyes. His face was dark and dirty and sunken, so at first I did not recognise him. His red cut across the fly upon his face. Stop! he cried when I was within ten yards of him. I stopped, his voice was hoarse. Where did he come from? he said. I thought his thoughts of him. I come from Oplock, I said. I'd buried near the pit the Martians made about there. Cinder, I worked my way out and escaped. There's no food about here, he said. He said. It's my country. All this hill down to the river, back to Chapham, up to the edge of the common. There's only food for one. Which way are you going? I answered slowly. I don't know, I said. I've been buried in the ruins of the 
house fifteen or fourteen days. I don't know what has happened. He looked at me doubtfully, then stared, then startled, and looked with a strange expression. I do not wish, I no wish to stop about here, said I. I think I should go to Levhead, for my wife was there. He shut up his pointy finger. It is you, said he said. A man for Woking. You won't kill the Weybridge. I recognised him at the same moment. You got a artillery man who came into my garden. Good luck, he said. We're the lucky ones, fancy you. Put out a hand I put out a hand and took it. I called up a drain, he said. But he didn't kill anyone. He went after he went away I got off towards Walton, across the fields, but he's not sixteen days ago, your hair is grey. He looks over his shoulder suddenly. Only what he said. One gets to know what birds have shadows these days. It's a bit open. Let's crawl under these bushes and talk. Have you seen my, any marshes? I said since I called out. They long gone across London, he said. I guess they've got a bigger camp there. Over the night, all over there, Hampstead Way, the sky's alive with their lights. It's like a great sea in the glare. You just, you can see just them moving. By daylight, you can't. But nearer, I haven't seen them. He carried his fingers for five days. I saw a couple across Hemisphere Way carrying something big. The night before last, he stopped and spoke impressively. It was just a matter of lights, but it was something up in the air. I believe they built a flying machine. They're learning to fly. I stopped my hands and knees, for we had come to bushes. Fly? Yes, he said, fly. Went on to little blower. Power. I sat down. It's all over the vanity, the vanity I, said, I said. If they could do that, it would simply go around the world. It's all over with humanity, I said. If they can do that, they, they will simply go around the world. He nodded. They will, but I will leave things over here a bit. Over a bit. Besides, he looked at me. Ain't you satisfied it's up with, it's up with humanity? I am. We're down with beat. I stared. Strange as it may seem, I did not arrive at this fact. Perfect fact of perfectly obvious as so soon as he spoke. I still had a vague hope. Rather, I had kept a long line habit of mind. He repeated his words, and he beat, and he carried on to the conviction. It's all over, he said. They have lost one, just one. They made their footing good and crippled all, crippled the great power in the world. It walked all over us, the death of that one great which was an accident. They were only pioneers. They kept on coming. They're green stars. I've, no, I've seen none of those five or three, six days, but... I don't doubt they're falling somewhere every night. Nothing to be done. We're under. We're beat. I made him no answer. I sat staring before me, trying in vain to devise some countervailing fault. This ain't a war, said the quote artillery man. There was a war. Any more than there's a war between men and ants. So they recalled the night in the observatory. After the ten shot, they fired no more, at least till the first signal came. How do you know, said the artillery man. I explained, he thought, something wrong with the gun, he said, but what if there is? They'll get it right again, and even if there is a delay, what can it alter? How can it alter the end? There's men and ants. There's the ant bills, there's cities, lives, their lives, at wars, revolutions, until men went, went them out of the way, then they go out of the way. As for what we are now, just ants only. Yes, I said. We're eatable ants. He sat looking at each other. That's all. That's that would 
And what will they do with us? I said. That's what I've been thinking, he said. That's what I've been thinking. After Weybridge, I went south thinking I saw what was up. Most of the people were hard as it, as it squealing and sighting themselves. I'm not so fond of squealing. I've been in sight of death once or twice. I'm not an ornamental soldier. At best and worst, death is a, it's just death. As a man that keeps on thinking goes through, goes through. I saw everyone tracking away south, says I. Food won't last its way. I turned right back. I went up for the merchants. Like a sparrow goes to the man. All round he waved a hand. There is an air of starving in heaps. Bolting, treading on each other. He saw my face and halted awkwardly. No doubt lots who had money have gone away to France, he said. He seemed to hesitate, however, to apologise. But my eyes went on. There's food all about here. Canned things in shops, wine, spirits, mineral waters, the water mains and drains are empty. But I was telling you what I was thinking. He is intelligent, he is intelligent things, I said. It seems they want us for food. First, they smash us up, ships, machines, guns, cities, all in order organisation. All that will go. If they were the size of ants, you might pull through. But we're not. It's all too bulky to stop. That's the first certainty I ascended. It is, I thought it out loud. Very well, then, next. At present, we're caught as we were wanted. The Martian only had to go a few miles to get a crowd on the run. So one Monday out of by Wandsworth, picking houses to pieces and rooting among the wreckage. They won't keep on doing that. As soon as they set all our guns and ships and smashed our railways, done all the things that they're doing over here, there, they begin catching us symptomatic, picking their best and storing us in the cages and bad things. They want, that's what they will start doing in a bit. Lord, they haven't begun on us yet. Don't you see that? Not begun, it's blamed. Not begun, it's all that's happened so far is they are, are not having the sense to keep quiet, weighing them with guns and such foolery. Losing our heads, rushing off his crowds, where there wasn't any more safety, and where we were here. Well, they didn't want to bother us yet. They're making their things, making all the things they couldn't bring with them, getting things ready for the rest of their people. Very likely, that's why sinners have stopped a bit for fear of hunting, hitting those who were here, and instead of well, rushing about blind and how or getting dynamite on the chance of busting them up. We've got to fix ourselves up according to the new state of affairs. That's how I figured it out. It ain't quite, it's not quite, quite according to what man wants for his species. It's about what the facts point to. That's the principle I acted upon. Cities, nations, civilization, progress. It's all over. Game is up. We're beat. But is that so? What are we there to live for? I took a man looked at me for a moment. There won't be any more blessed concerts for a million years or so. Won't be any royal company arts. No nice little feeds at restaurants. It's an all unless amusement thereafter. I reckon the game is up. You got any drawing room manners? Or this like got eating peas with my knife, which I've been stitches. You better chuck them away. You ain't no further use, you mean? I mean a man like me are going on living for the sake of the breed. I tell you I'm in grim set of living. And if I'm not mistaken, you'll show what's inside you've got too before long. No, we ain't going to be examined. I ain't mean to be caught either. And tamed and fattened and bred like a thundering ox. Uh, fancy those brown creepers. You mean to you don't mean to say. I do, I'm going on. Under the feet, I've got it planned. I've thought it out. 
We men are beat. We don't know her enough. We got to learn before we got a chance. Got to live and keep independent while we learn. See, that's what we has to be done. They stared, astonished, and stirred. Profoundly about the men's resolution. Great God, cried I, but you are a man indeed. And Sonny gripped his hand. Ah, he said, with his eyes shining. I thought you'd out, huh? Go on, he said. Well, it's those who mean to escape the catching must be get ready. I'm ready, getting ready. Mind you, is it all of us that make up, made for both of us? That's what it's, it's got to be. That's why I watched you. I had my doubts, you're slender. Don't know what it, that, that it was you. You see, or just how you got been buried. All those and sort of people that lived in those houses. All those damn little clerks used to live down here, that, down that way. They're no good. They haven't, they haven't any spirit in them. No proud dreams, no proud lusts. A man who hasn't done what he ever lord. What is he got? Funk and precocious. Precautions. They just used to go dead off to work. They used to just go to work. To work. I mean, I've seen hundreds of them. Hit bit by breakfast in the hand. Walk running wild and shining to catch a little season to get trained. The fear they might get dismissed if they didn't. Walking a bit, working a business, they were afraid to take the trouble and stand. Turn to say, scoodling back for fear, it won't be on at a time. The dinners, keeping motor indoors after dinner, for fear of the back street, the seat when the wives they married, not because they wanted them, but because they had a bit of money, they would make, make for safety their own, of their own, their one little miserable skedaddle for the world. The life is short and a bit invested for fear of accidents. And so, and on Sunday's field of what, hey, after, as if hell was built for rabbits, well, the marchers will be godsend to these. Nice women cages, fattening food. Careful breeding, no wonder. No worry, after a week or so chasing about the fields and caught on their stomachs, they come and will be caught cheerfully. Cheerful. They'll be quite glad after a bit. They wonder what people did before they were marshes to take care of them. A bar, loafers and mashers, singers. I can imagine them and I can imagine them. He said, I was sort of somber gratification. Be too, there be any amount of sentiment and regiment loose among them. There's hundreds of things I saw with, with my eyes. I began to see clearly these last few days. There's lots, there's lots will take things as they are, far and stupid. Lots will be worried about the sort of feeling that's, that's all wrong. They ought to be doing something. Now, whatever things are, so that a lot of people feel they ought to do something. The weak of those who will go weak, with a lot of complicated thinking, always make for sort of know-nothing religion, very pious and superior, and submit to persecution, and the will of the Lord, very likely. You've seen the same thing, all in the energy and the grail, the funk and turn clean inside out. These caves will be full of psalms and hymns and piety. Those are less simple sort of work in a bit of it. What is this? Gretrism. He pulls every lightly there's marchers. You'll make pets of some of us them. Train them to do tricks of those to get sentimental with the pet boy who grew up and had to be killed. And maybe some may maybe they will train the hunters. Now I cried as part of the human being. What's the good of going on with such lies, I don't you know every man? There's men who do do, do it. Cheerful. What nonsense is pretend there ain't. As I come to his conviction, 
If they come after me, he said, Lord, if they come after me, he said, sighing into grin, meditation, set contemplating these things. I can find nothing to bring against the men, this men's reasoning. In the day before the invasion, no one would have questioned my intellectual superiority to his. I professed and recognized right on the pair of civil matter themes. He had come soldier, yet he had already formulated, yet he already formulated, Formulated the situation, I'd scarcely realised. What are you doing? I said presently. What plans you made? He hesitated. Well, is it like this? He said. What we have to do, we have to invent a, a sort of life where man can live and breed and be certainly secure to bring the children up. Yes, wait wait a bit. We'll make it clearer. But I think we ought to be done. Attain ones ago, like, will go like obtain Reese and a few generations. Be big, beautiful, rich, bloody, stupid. Rubbish. The rest is that we ought to we'll keep well, we'll go savage, degenerate to a sort of big savage rat. You see how I mean to lie, live underground. I've been thinking about the drains, of course. Those who don't under, no drains, look, think horrible things, but under the London, hundreds of miles, million, hundreds of miles, few days rain and, and under empty, allow leave them sweet and clean. The main drains are big enough and airy enough for everyone. Then there's cellars, vaults, stores from which bolting vestiges may be made of the rains. Our railway tunnels of subtitles are. You begin to see we form a man, able bodied, clean, but aged man. We're, going to, we're not going to pick up any rubbish that drifts in. Begins go out again as you make me, are you, as you make me to go. Well, parlayed, parlayed, didn't I? Well, you didn't quarrel about that and go on. As who's to stop obey orders? Able-bodied, clean-minded women. We're about. We are also mothers and teachers. No lexical ladies. No blasted rolling lies. Can't have any weak or silly. Life is real again. The user comes and the mischievous have to die. They ought to die. They ought to be willing to die. It's a sort of disloyalty, after all, to live and take the waste. They can't be unhappy. Moreover, dying's done. None so dreadful. The fucking makes it bad, and in all those places we shall gather, our district will be London. We will even be able to keep a watch and run about in the open when the Martians keep away. Play cricket, perhaps, that's how we shall serve the race, huh? It's a possible thing, but saving the race is nothing but in itself. To say that he being rats is saving our knowledge and adding to it is a thing. These men like you come in. There's books, there's models. We must have great safe places deep down, down deep, and get all the books we can, not novels and poetry, swipes, but ideas, science books. That's where men like you come in. We must go to the British Library and pick all those books through. Especially, we must keep up to our science, learn more. We must watch these masters learn. Some of us might go as, as slaves. When it's all working, perhaps I'll go, I will. Get caught, I mean. The freight things we might leave the marshes alone. We even we won't even steal. We get in the way, we clear out. You must slow them. We hurt me no harm. Yes, it's a no. But the intelligent things they won't hurt us down. They if they have to. All they want. I think we're just harmless vermin. I should have been paused and laid a brown hand upon my arm. I've all it may not be so much. We may have to learn before. Just imagine this, four or five of them, play machines, sunny, tiring off. Heat rays back, right and forth, left. 
and not a marching on them, not a marching on but men, men have learnt the way now. It may be in my time, even these men. Fancy having one of them lonely things, very wide and free. Fancy having it in control. What would it matter if you smashed the chevrons in the run of the bus like that? I reckon the Martians open their bit of eyes. Can't you see them, man? I can't you see them hurrying a lot. Hurrying, hurrying, puffing and blowing, shooting to their other, their other machine of clinical affairs. Something out of gear. In every case, a switch, bang, rattle, switch. There's a family over. A switch comes of eight ray. Well, man has come back. Man's come back into his own. For a wild, imaginary daring of the men and children men, a tone of assurance and courage, he is still in complete dominate in my mind. A lead unhesitantly, both in his forecast of human destiny and in perversity, his astonishing scheme and a reader who thinks me susceptible and foolish as contrasts his position, really steadily, with all of his faults about his subject. And mine, all his faults about this sub- his subject, and mine, crouching fearfully, in the bushes and listening, distracted by oppression. Oh, we, we talked in a mess manner through the early morning time, and later quit out in the bushes, and after scanning the sky, Martins hurried to perpetually house of Putney Hill, where he had made his lair. It was a cold cellar of the place where they saw the work he had spent the week upon, his barrows scarcely ten yards long, which he dying to reach to the main drain on Putney Hill. I had my first thinking inkling of the gulf between the dreaming powers, such as I could have dug in a day by leading him significantly to work with him. All that meaning, morning until past midday, into digging. We had a garden barrow and shot the earth we moved against the kitchen range. We freshed ourselves of tin of muckle tail, lots of soup, and wine with a neighbouring pantry. I found an accursed relief from the aching strainness of the world, the steady labour. As we worked, I turned the project over my hand, and presently objections and doubts began to rise. I worked here, I worked there, all money so glad was I to find myself with a purpose again. I was working and I began to speculate the distance where I had to go before the chocolate was reached. Chances ahead of missing it altogether. Major trouble was why we should dig this long tunnel. It was possible to get into drain at some once down one of the savannas and get and work back to the house. It seemed to me too that the house was completely chosen in quite a needless length of the tunnel. Just at the beginning to face these things, gentlemen after the mineral stopped digging to look to me. We're working well, he said, he said. Put any spade, let us knock off a bit, he said. I think it's time we've reconnoitred the roof of the house. I was going on and after a little hesitation he resumed his spade. Then suddenly I was struck by a thought. I stopped and so did he. I once, why aren't you talking to about the common? I said, instead of being here. Instead of being here, talking in the thing near, I said, I was coming back, it's safer by night, but the work, one can't always work, he said. In a push, I saw the brain frame. He answered that he's holding a spade. We ought to reconnoitre now. He said, because if any come nearer, near, he may hear the spades and drop us unawares. It's to no longer dispose of where I might object. 
to object. He might went together to the roof and stood on the ladder, peering out the roof door. No Martians would be seen. He ventured out the towels and slipped down under the shelter of the parapet. From this position, Sudbury hid the greater portion of Putney, but we could see the river below and bloody, bloody mess of red weed and low parts of Lambeth flooded and red. The red creeper swarmed up the trees round the old palace and then branches stretched gaunt and dusted and set with shivered leaves from amid its clusters. A strange now entirely dependent. Both of these both of these things were now flowing water from their propagation. But as neither had gained a footing, third for pink maize, snowballs and trees, Aravati rose out the laurels, hydrangeas green and brilliant into the sunlight. Beyond Kensandro's smoke was rising, above that blue haze hid the northward hills. Other men began to tell me the sort of people were still made in London. One of the nights last week, he said, the falls got electric light in order, street in order. Light in order. And they were all Regent, they were all on Regent Street, circus of bays, crowded painted ragged drunkards, men and women dancing, smoking till dawn. Man who had told was that they had told me, that they came, they become aware of a fighting machine standing near by Langham, and looking up down at them, heaven knows how long he'd been there. It must have given some of them a nasty turn. He came down the road towards them, picked up nearly a hundred to a too drunk or frightened. To run away, grotesque gleam of taste to no history, and never fully described. Never fully described from that. In the answer to my questions, he grew round to his, grew round to his grandson plans again. He grew with necessity. He talked so eagerly, the possibility of catching a fighting machine, and more than half believed him, him again. And that do I now. And now I'm beginning to understand that something of his quality I could, I could divide the stress he's laid on being doing nothing perpetually. And added that not there was no question he personally was to capture the flight the great machine. After a time we went down to the cellar, neither of us seemed disposed, soon digging, and when we suggested a meal there was nothing to loathe. He became suddenly very generous, and when we had eaten, he went away and returned with some extra cigars. He let him his optimism glowed. He tried to regard my coming as a general occasion, a great occasion. There's more champagne in the luncheon cellar, he said. Uh, dig bed on it. Tries free to him, Steinbergerly, I said I. No, said he, I'm a host today, champagne, good God. We have heavy enough task before us. Let's take a right and go straight while we go while we may look at those blisters these blister hands. We suit this idea of a home holiday. Sit upon playing cards of we had eaten. He taught us a curry. And we go out dividing London between us. I was taken another part on the south. He played for five points, grotesque grotesque and violation as it is will seem, the silver reader is also it's actually true that the what is more remarkable found the card game and not the so everything others we played extremely interesting. 
same strange mind of man that our species upon the edge of extermination, the appalling degradation, no clear prospect for forest but the chance of a horrible death. We could sit following the chances painted to the grace of old, playing the joker with vivid delight. After he used to talk me poker, I beat him at three tough, gen- three tough dress games. When dark came, he decided to take the risk and light the lamp. Of in the middle string of games, he slumped. After he finished his champagne, when and smoking scars, he's no longer energetic. Remedrator of his species. I had encountered in the morning. He was still optimistic, but less kinetic and more thoughtful of autism. I remember he wound up with my health. Purpose in the speech, a small variety and considerable intermittence. I took a cigarette, cigar, went upstairs to look at the lights of which he had spoken, and glanced spoken to green, so greenly, by the high hills, great hills. Of First, I stared untenantly across the London Valley. The northern hills were shrouded in darkness. The fires near Kingston grew readily, and now and then an orange-red tongue of flame flashed up and vanished in deep blue night. All the rest of London was black. Then, nearer, I perceived a strange light, a pale, violent purple, fluorescent glow, quivering under the night breeze. For space, I could not understand it. Then I knew it must be the red weed for which is faint irritation. Proceeded with that realization, my dormant sense of wonder, my sense of proportion, things woke again. Glance from what to, to that to Mars, red and clear, growing high in the west, and that and then gazed along the endlessly the darkness, Hemisphere, and Highgate. I remained a long, a long, very long time. Long, I remained a long, very long time upon the roof, wondering. Grotesque changes of the day, call my mental states from the midnight prayer to the foolish well-being, and a violent repulsion of feeling I still remember, and always to call with certain wistful symbolism, my folly came to me with a glaring exaggeration. I became a traitor to my wife and my kind, filled with remorse, I resolved to leave this strange and disciplined dreamer, the great things in his drink and gluttony, to go on into London. There, it seemed to me, I had the best chance of learning what the marshes, the fellow men, were doing. I was still upon the roof when the late moon rose.